1: Welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily. Wow, that is loud in my ears. I uh, hope you hope you guys enjoyed that intro. It's our new intro, uh, getting getting better every day. You know, uh, Andre, I have to say, you and the DNVR bar really changed my day around um, because I was having a catastrophic day. Uh before I came here start hanging out with you, we're actually both at the DNVR bar right now, just in different locations. We don't show off the whole whole bar, we might as well, right? So of yep. course I am down here in the bar. You Man, are you up there right. in the I'm company bar. I'm
0: passing uh, up here, yes.
1: Exactly. Uh so I have to tell you, I today suffered the worst beat of my career uh, of my entire betting life. This was just tragic uh let me let me take you through this so remember yesterday I told you DraftKings hit me with a plus 100 odds boost that means double the odds on anything you want and I just woke up feeling a little sassy you know I was like I, I could just take a heavy favorite and get them down to a less heavy favorite and walk away with you know 50 bucks or something here but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to swing for the fences. So I parlay three pretty heavy favorites here. I parlay Tottenham, Wolves, and Manchester uh, Manchester City all to win straight up. Now, this is the curse of death. I went through and I looked at the odds if I do tie no bed and this, that, and the other thing. As soon as you do that, you're dead in the water. Um, But anyways, I end up settling on just going for it straight up all three teams to win. Manchester City takes an early 1-0 lead. Uh, Tottenham gets a 2-0 lead at one point, even though they kind of had to sweat it out a little bit at the end uh, because Bournemouth scored. But then they scored again in the 90th. Um, And so then it's down to Wolves. And they're 0-0 in like around the 70th minute. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, it would suck if my Wolves were the one to blow this. Well, a nice beautiful volley from Raul Jimenez picks the corner outstretched arms of the goalie we've got the 1-0 lead we are three protected leads away from a 7... wait what would it have been it, it would
0: 15, have 17
1: it would have been like a 15 unit win uh for me if they hold it on to it and uh, Tottenham holds on man city holds on and it's just down. There's one game left. It's wolves. They've got a one zero lead oh, yeah. and the goalie makes a little mistake and he comes out and he's halfway in between. And, and then there's a header back into the middle and there is a guy standing right in front of the goal with the ball right there unmarked. He somehow heads it and misses From, like, I mean, me to the camera here, you know, like, he's in the goal, he might as well be, and he somehow misses, and I thought, oh, my God, I've done it. That's going to be the last chance. Well, the next time they get the ball, uh, Burnley, that is, they are scrambling around. They, They lay one into the box. A dude goes for a bicycle kick. He's going to come nowhere near it, but a Wolves defender is flying in with an elbow, and the ball glances off his elbow inside the box. The ref, mirac- it was pretty inconspicuous from my view. The ref sees it instantly, points to the spot. I'm like, what is happening? They go to VAR. He definitely hit it with his arm. They check to see if maybe the one of the guys was offside before that. He wasn't. It's a penalty. And so now I'm sitting here watching this just praying this dude misses and he absolutely blasts it to the point where I think it might go over. No, it's like upper 90 back, right corner, like the perfect penalty you could ever take. And there goes, uh, what would have been one of my best wins in a long time goes down as one of my worst losses of my life.
0: Yeah, and it reminded me a lot of me losing out on Atalanta um, on Saturday. And um, when I, te- I texted you right before the Wolves scored, like, man, we really need the Wolves. It's and just Wolves. Scored. It's just Wolves. It's right, right, not I, the I, Wolves. I, I forgot. That the, right, right, right. I texted you before Wolves scored, and, and, and the, they score right away, and I was getting vibes from Wednesday when I went 10-0 and because the same thing happened. As soon as I texted you, everything I needed to happen started to fall through. And as you said, we were looking pretty. I, I'd already moved on to my Italian soccer parlays. Uh, but then, the, yeah, Wolves completely blew it. And uh, that was a really tough one. Really tough Yeah, that
1: was absolutely brutal. I, I Honestly, I texted you. It felt like one of my favorite teams just lost a playoff game. And to be honest, uh, they kind of did because they needed three points there to stay in the hunt. For the Champions League, there's an outside chance now. They're going to need Man U and Lester to both, you know what, the bed. Uh, And they're going to have to get it back together. Now They've now had two 95th-minute heartbreakers in the last week. I feel like I should have just bandwagoned one of the good teams in the EPL, and I would never would have gone through this pain we still would have lost this money we had
0: this parlay our guys on twitter had this parlay everyone was in on it, and we were looking perfect until the very last minute
1: oh unreal bringing back these memories is taking me back to the state i was right after it happened okay. absolute gut punch but uh what can you do you got to move on and okay. then i remembered that i called colin morecow to win the tournament last week and it made me feel a lot better um We've got UFC tonight here at the DNVR bar. It's on ESPN. It'll be on here. Uh, We encourage you guys to come down. Andre and I will be here watching the fight. Allie's going to watch the fights with us. Uh, Anyone and everyone who wants to come down, you can get yourself a member beer. I don't know if you know it, but if you're a DNVR member and you come to the DNVR bar, you get a 22-ounce beer for the price of just a 16-ounce beer. And let me tell you, those things, they look big, but they go down quick, especially if you get some Breck brew in the cup. So uh, come down enjoy yourself at uh, a member beer watch the fights with us if you come in you know I, I always try to remind people of this if you come in make sure you come up to us and say hi uh, we're, we, you know we're always down to chat sometimes we don't know if people want to talk to us or not so we don't we don't want to you know uh, go intrude on your dinner if you if you don't even know who the hell we are but if you do know who we are come say what up and uh, and we'll talk Broncos UFC buffs EPL whatever yeah, sure. me and Andre will talk any sports anytime um, and that leads us to one sport that we talked about last week that we are set to talk about again here. And Andre, I've got a pick for you that is going to make your head spin. Not because I'm going so far down the, the odds sheet, but because you, you're you just going to wonder after I explain to you why, why I'm taking this guy. Why is he so far down the odds sheet? So one thing that we learned last week is there are two things that this course, uh, Mirrorfield Village, really, really values. It's hitting fairways and strong iron play. Um, Colin Morikawa, he was hitting lots of fairways, and he is one of the best strikers of the ball. He's so great with his irons. I believe he and JT are one and two in the PGA Tour in terms of strokes gained uh, on approach shots, meaning oh, well. they're putting it close. They're getting themselves easy putts. And it should be noted that Colin Morikawa is not a great putter. Uh, he hasn't been leading up to this. Right. Uh, he's 150th in the PGA and putting. So what you, what you learn from this is one, obviously, the closer you hit it, the, you don't have to putt as good uh, as well. Um but also that this isn't one of those courses that is extremely demanding on the flat stick you know it, it, you can you can put your way around this thing without being an a, a, an ace uh, with the putter right. Right, right, right. So that leads me to one player. I went through a couple here, I did kind of my own little metrics uh, as I was putting together uh, my picks here and I kind of I you know. I don't know. I was I was going back and forth and then I thought, here's the guy. I found the guy. Based on my own system that I created that churns out winners. Well. I no, I it, this is no,
0: a new system No,
1: the no, this this system is my gut and oh, Okay, okay. Fine. Uh so driving mm-hmm. great with their irons. Mm-hmm. And there's one other thing I wanted to look for. A guy who's won here at Mirfield Village before. So I come to a man who sits way, way down the odds sheet at 200 to 1, Andre. 200 to 1. The man who will win the tournament this week. The memorial at Mirfield Village. The house that Jack built. Jim Furick. Mark it down. Oh, boy. Uh, Number one in driving accuracy in the entire PGA, and he's 18th in strokes gained on approach, so he's very high up there. Mm -hmm. This guy is just Mr. Consistency, and they're going to let that rough go out from last week. You're going to get way more penalized for missing fairways. This guy hits 77% of fairways. Watch Mm -hmm. out. No Bryson DeChambeau hitting the ball 380 yards, which we'll talk about later. Jim Furyk with nice little... 300, 310, maybe even 290 yard drives wins this tournament with consistency.
0: Death by a million paper cuts. That's what you are saying will happen here.
1: Exactly.
0: I could see it. I could see it. Accuracy coming through. Definitely they are not going to make it so that a 19 under is all that possible on this same course uh, two weeks in a row. I know that that's that's kind of a big priority here. Um, So I don't know, does that create more unexpected winners? There's also a ton of value because this field of 131 participants, it's probably the richest field of any PGA tournament we've had thus far since sports have returned.
1: Yeah. You can find uh, guys at 50 to one with huge names. I mean, we're talking, you know, Bubba Watson's and uh, that's maybe not a good example. Justin Rose, who's been playing really good golf lately. He's 50 to one in some places. I believe at DraftKings Sportsbook. So, 60-1, Sixty to one, I think. There you go. Yeah. There is a lot of value to be had here, but I'm go, I'm, I'm all in on Jim Furyk. Jim Furyk is the winner this week. I'm calling my shot. It's a heat check. I had Colin Morikawa last week. Just start cutting up the video right now of all the times I mentioned Jim Furyk on this podcast because Jim Furyk is going to win at Memorial this weekend. He won, he won there back in two thousand and two. Yeah, he's not a young buck, uh, but. He's got experience here. He's going to wake up tomorrow morning. He's going to walk up to the first tee and he's going to feel like he can win this tournament because he knows he's done it here before. He shot a 65 on Sunday back in 02 to win the tournament. He's got what it takes Dis- accuracy and approach. The killer A's, Andre. Going for that. Jim Furyk wins the tournament.
0: Accuracy over distance.
1: Yep. Your
0: argument makes sense until I start to think, boy, oh, there's another golfer in this field that checks off all these boxes. Hmm. He's won here before, mm. just a mere few days ago. Ah. Um, and his name is Colin Morikawa. He's a yep. legend for us. So, And, you know, are you getting insane odds at plus 2,200? No, you're actually, you could get better odds for Tiger at plus 2,500 which is as you'd expect what the public is hammering home and the sharps and everyone's hammering tiger here. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, Jim Furyk, you make a case, you know, Abe answers in that group. Justin Rose is nice, but Morikawa is still there. And I, I wonder if uh, you're turning on Morikawa too soon.
1: I'm not turning on Morikawa because, uh, you know, if I was betting top tens and doing all that stuff still, uh I would take Morikawa to finish high. Eight rounds eight good rounds in a row at the same place. I don't know anyone who's done that. Uh mm. <laughs> and it's it's rare for there to be two tournaments in the same place anyway. But I mean he had he had a struggle round in there, so really I guess it would he probably needs to go six of eight. Really good rounds here. Um, he actually isn't as high on the driving accuracy list as you might uh, expect because he's pretty consistent with that club. But I think that th- this week it's going to be extra valuable to hit the fairway. And I think that uh, you know he was just a little squirrely with it at times, which is why he didn't shoot a great round uh, on Saturday. So I don't know. I'm taking the guy who's going to put it out there in the middle every time. So while I'm at it, uh, I'm going to take Jim Furyk to beat Ches Revi uh, nice. and Andrew Putnam. Nice. Um, he, he's not going to be Putnam very well tomorrow. I'll tell you that. That's, uh, that's plus 165 for Jim Furyk to win his group. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Jim Furyk to beat Ches Revi straight up. That's plus 115. This is this is the Colin Morikawa, uh, you know, experience here. Yeah. He's yes. doing what I did last week, hammering one guy. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to take Jim Furyk to win the tournament at 200-1. to 1. Heck, let's say he goes out and has a good round tomorrow. The buyout on this thing is going to be insane. Yep. Yes,
0: that's true. That's, that's absolutely true. And even, I mean, top 10 or top 20, you're getting really nice value, right? Isn't he like plus 1,000 to go top 10?
1: Plus, he has better odds to go top 10 this week than Morikawa had to win the tournament last week. So actually, sorry, top five. Top five five. is plus 3,300. So there you go. Those are my, that's my guy. Uh, I still have more here. And we're also, we got tips from a pro this week. Uh, We're going to my guy, Spencer Smith. He's the pro out at Spring Valley Golf Club. Uh, Loves to get in some action on golf. And so I asked for his picks this week. Uh, We'll get to those. Let me hear what you got though. I know you like Morikawa
0: i like Morikawa. i mean i'm gonna be sprinkling value here playing some um you know playing some the buyout game i think uh i'm owed this week and i like senjay m who's you know a top 10 ranked golfer you're getting him in the plus seven thousands i like abe answer who you can get in the plus five thousands i like justin rose who can get in the plus six thousands so that's kind of uh the sprinkling i'll be going for but yeah i like Morikawa in these matchups i think uh especially cuz he's being put up against some much better competition here too. I think he might have some surprises uh for us tomorrow. In fact, let's see what the juiciest group is for. Against Ricky Fowler at minus -120? I mean,
1: Ricky hasn't done much Ricky lately. Thanks. Ricky's terrible. So, <laughs> so bad to say. I hate you for saying that. I love Ricky.
0: Well, I mean, I I like him as much as the next guy, but, you know, I'm not trying to lose money on him uh, to no end. Now, if you went with the six shooters, Collins with Dustin, DJ, Shoffley, Peter Cantley, Bryson, and JT. And you can get them at plus five hundred.
1: All the favorites.
0: All the favorites minus, you know, a couple
1: like Tiger Tiger and what have you. And that leads me to Tiger. So do you want to take – what are you taking? I haven't heard any commitments from you yet.
0: You want to commit? I am sprinkling all around. Do you want a commitment for the winner of the tournament?
1: No, no, I just want to hear are you sprinkling the six shooter are you taking the the Ricky bet or what are you taking here? I'm
0: taking the Ricky bet. That's uh, that's the locked in. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll be sprinkling all around. A lot of the sprinkling too is dependent <laughs> from how well we do on UFC tonight, you know. Let's uh let's be real here.
1: And as I look over, the undercard uh is has begun and is on here at the D N V R bar. So hey, if you're just sitting at home thinking I'm I'm hungry, you can come here, watch some of the undercard. Um lots of fun stuff going on here tonight at the D N V R bar. So come yeah. hang out with us and get yourself a beer and we'll talk uh, about why Jim Furek's gonna win this tournament. See, you can get a beer just come like hang this out. one. Um actually yours would be bigger. She's got the uh the softy size. Yeah, I got uh. the
0: regular if you're not a member, this is a size beer you get. Wah, wah,
1: wah. Imagine not being a member. Um, okay, so I've got a couple more bets here, okay. and they are lighting up the board with Tiger Woods bets. You can okay. bet on what side of the bed he's going to wake up on tomorrow, which shoe he's going to put on first. I mean, if Tiger Woods is doing something, you can bet on it, and I'm going to bet on it. So here are here's an official pick: Tiger Woods to go under 69 and a half tomorrow. Um, okay. Okay. So I, I mean, three under. I think he. he I, I, I this is the scouting report. Is watching him play in that tournament against Phil and Brady. Now he had no pressure on him, and he absolutely waxed everyone in that tournament. But man, he was driving the ball consistently, and when he does that, he's uh, almost unbeatable. At least he used to be unbeatable. Now he's going to contend when he's driving the ball consistently. So I think okay. he's going to have the uh,
0: under should be pretty comfortable. I guess when you put it that way.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And you were Uh,
0: telling me, you feel he's going to go for a nice 68.
1: I think he will shoot 68. And there you go. Tiger Woods to go under 68 and a half is boosted right now from plus 225 to plus 250. Uh, And that right there is a pretty darn good value, I think, because under 69 and a half has only plus 105. So you're more than doubling the value there for one stroke. Uh, Now, there's a big difference between shooting three under and four under um, tomorrow. Three under will probably be in the top 20 and four yeah. under will has a very good chance to be in the top five. Right. Um, so take that uh, as you will. Here's some other tiger bets. So officially I'm giving out under, the under sixty nine and a half. and a Okay. Uh, maybe not officially, but I like this bet. Hmm. Tiger Woods to have an Eagle in the first round plus seven Oh five. Now, the reason I like this one is because that's insane value. He's got four par fives. This is a par 72 course. Um, and man, he can hit the heck out of his long irons. Uh, and I think there's a chance he just ends up with like a tap in Eagle. And the truth is if you're going to bet him to go under 69 and a half or under 68 and a half, well, this is kind of like doubling down on your own bet here, because if he Eagles a hole, there's a very good chance he's going to be in that, uh, that area. There were a lot of Eagles out there last week. This is not a course that makes it very difficult to get eagles you know they were they were out there uh and i think that he gets one tomorrow plus you know seven to one on that
0: yeah is he accurate enough on those setup shots on those four par fives to to give himself
1: you're making that a plus
0: 700 an official pick
1: no no but i'm just giving it out as one that i like you know great value value. exactly great value okay let's get into the picks here from my guy spencer smith uh Awesome dude. Uh, And uh, like I said, the golf pro out there at Spring Valley. Uh, And he's pretty dialed in when it comes to these picks. So listen Mm -hmm. up. You know, we've done pretty good when we bring in expert opinions here. Uh, And I think Spencer has some good ones here. So he's got a a few here, starting with the top 10s. He's got Patrick Cantlay to finish in the top 10. That's a plus 150 bet. Uh, Mm -hmm. He he told me uh, he finished Sunday, last Sunday, really, really well. Thinks he can ride that momentum.
0: Okay.
1: Xander Shoffley uh, to make in the top ten. His comment here: X Man steps up in big events, uh, and it was he, he was he was one outside of the top ten last week. He finished at eleven or whatever, you know, T twelve something like that. So just one shot out uh, last week. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, did you know that this is the uh, strongest field assembled for a mainstream tour event ever?
0: I believe it, man. I mean, yeah. this isn't this field is stacked. You, you sometimes on a regular schedule you don't get majors with this type of talent. So.
1: Yeah, this is pretty crazy. Everyone wants to play at the Memorial this year. Yeah. Um, okay, here's my favorite one of his picks, and I was, I almost gave it out as mine, but then I realized I got the idea from him. Listen, listen to the uh, defense of this one. He's got Bryson DeChambeau's longest drive in the first round over 355 and a half yards. Last week at Mirfield Village, 40 drives were hit over 355 yards. Uh, and that's in the field. Mm-hmm. And Bryson, of course, is number one in tour distance. He's on pace to have the longest average drive in the history of the PGA. He absolutely blasts the ball. Yeah. The catch here, I guess, is that he has to, you have to hit the fairway for it to count. You know, you can blast it as far as you want. If you're one inch in the rough, it does not count. But he's accurate. I mean, he gets it out there. He's accurate. Um, he's going to have quite a few chances. Here's what he says. Uh, He could get it as early as hole one, but may take until 13 or 17, but he'll get there. Uh, And I just love this. Uh, I like this a lot. I'm all over this. I don't necessarily love DeChambeau, but I like watching him rip it. And um, uh, Spencer joked that he took the week off last week to, to get in the gym more and beef up even more. <laughs> and so he'll be ready right. to go.
0: The Bryson method. Yeah. Uh I like that a lot. Where can where can our listeners even find that beautiful Bryson over three fifty in round one?
1: So you're gonna go to of course the Memorial Tournament, mm-hmm. scroll over to Tournament Props. This is of course on DraftKings Sportsbook. Yep. Sure. Uh and it's it's just over after tournament specials. They have Deshambo oh, yeah. specials. Um, and there's one more here that I was actually thinking of taking the under, but Spencer kind of talked me out of it. Uh, longest drive in the tournament for Shambo
0: yeah.
1: It's set at 380 and a half, which is so absurd that it's that high. Yeah. Uh, and I was ready to hit the under because I just, that seems absurd to me. But with um of course, at the same course last week, you had three drives over three eighty, including a three hundred and ninety four yard drive from Phil Mickelson on number seventeen. I think he's gonna have you know what we'll call it conservatively fifty chances with the driver. Right. he's probably gonna get one over it. i I don't want either one i i just i'm gonna stay away from that one because it just seems uh it does, it, I don't like it i, I don't want to stay away from that I love the
0: over here, and you know Bryson wasn't in that field there last week either I know but give him all these chances he makes the cut right you don't you have would... any fear that Bryson makes doesn't make the cut you would assume that he makes the cut yes, yeah I mean he's just killing he's the hottest golfer on the tour right um man that's enticing that's real enticing
1: i if I were you i would I assume they're going to set it at 355 every day. Mm-hmm. And so he if you just hammer that, I would just go back to that. Well, every day. Not bad. What about
0: Bryson under 69 and a half?
1: I don't know. I don't like that. He took a week off when he was hot, to be honest. Um, it just seems silly to me. I, I would have played it in every tournament. I, you know, could have possibly gone into.
0: Yeah. What's even the thinking when golfers take time off? Like, give me a break. You're a golfer.
1: Yeah, what do they have, friends and family or something? Right. Uh, our guy Chris Hill comes in and says, uh, I'm not Bryson DeChambeau, but I had a 320-yard drive yesterday in Breckenridge. Now, it's a little different doing it at 10,000 feet, but we'll, we'll give him a, you know, that's probably a, a 20% boost uh, when you're up that high. So 32, and still it's, you know, about 280. Good drive, Chris. Right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah pretty solid.
1: Wouldn't you love to see Bryson come play up in a mountain course in Colorado? <laughs> oh, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Are you, you might break the sound barrier.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> no, I, I really like Bryson. I'm almost counting on Bryson having, like, a rough front nine and being able to get um, get an extra, like, 150 on him and uh, start hammering.
1: Him. Yeah, it's I just I, I don't something about him I don't feel confident in. Um, one person I do feel really confident in is Justin Thomas. Oh, um, favorite God, in this tournament. That guy just plays such smooth golf. Well, you know
0: well, the stat you were telling me he has he didn't have a bogey for like sixty consecutive holes something insane.
1: He started the first he was the first player uh, or the second player ever to go fifty four straight holes. At Mirfield Village, without a bogey, he did. He didn't have a bogey in the first three days of the tournament. He finally bogeyed—I don't remember which hole it was—on uh, Sunday. But he went 54 holes straight, only the second person uh, ever. Uh, Chris Hill must be late to the party here because he says, "Is Thomas this week? Last week's Morikawa? No, this week's Morikawa is Jim Furick, Chris, Jim Furick is the guy we're rolling with. He's 200 to one to win the tournament, and he might win the tournament by 200 strokes as far as i'm concerned uh so jim you
0: already suggested to me chris that i use my uh 100 odds boots on jim (laughs) because the 200 to one isn't enough why not 400 to
1: one right i mean imagine you put you you put that just five bucks you know 400 to one that's two g's
0: yeah that's true i mean i'd be happy yeah
1: uh, so, anyways, or you just put the max, you know. I think they allow fifty on that that odds boost, and, and what's that? Uh, Twenty G's, right? Right. There you go. Right,
0: right, right. Cantley, interesting enough, is the past champion here at Memorial.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, there's he's another guy who's usually in the fairway, um, and I think that's going to be so valuable this week. So, but I will say, you know, any bet involving Justin Thomas, I, I would feel confident in as well the way that that man hits shots so smooth, everything just looks so in control for him. And yeah, he let that one drive on the third playoff hole leak. Right. And it cost him the tournament last week. But aside from that, he played such clean golf. It's just what he does. He plays clean golf. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for an, a, a, a more favorable name that you want to get some money. And of course the last one, Spencer gave us here. Uh, he says he's taking tiger to win. Uh, and I really can't knock, the logic there tiger has won five times here five times yeah. if he gets locked in with on his tee shots you know he's the type of guy who could just go ahead and run away with this thing he's no one's feeling more comfortable when they wake up tomorrow than tiger woods
0: i mean it's hard to go against tiger you're getting him at good value I, any reason why sung Im is getting such little love
1: <sighs> he's not a I mean, finisher i don't know it, you know well he's he hasn't really
0: played well, right? Like since we've returned to having tournaments, he hasn't done
1: that. Yeah, maybe you go like Sanjay top twenty. Um that that's something that's worth betting every week probably. Um mm-hmm. just because he's he's that type of guy who's gonna get right. into contention. He's not a great putter of the ball, Andre. And mm-hmm. that keeps him from winning tournaments. But he's good at, you know, he's so consistent that he's good enough to get up there in the top twenty.
0: Okay.
1: So yeah, I mean if you want if you want some you know, Justin Thomas bets, take his matchups, those sort of things, I feel confident in that. But in the end, Jim Furick's running away with this thing. Mark my words. Okay.
0: I mean I'm laughing now, just like last week, and then uh tomorrow I'll be in awe. So hopefully this all happens again. I'm all for it. All
1: right. Two hundred to one Jim Furick. That's our guy. Um UFC tonight at the DNVR bar, so make sure you come hang out. We've got plenty more to work with uh, here on on the, um, the slate for the rest wow. of the day. But, of course, first, I want to give a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you use the code DNVR at sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook, and man, there are so many fun bets and props and odds boosts and different opportunities for you to get in uh, on golf this week or really anything that you're doing, so make sure uh, you use the code DNVR when you sign up. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And, yes, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. People can help. Okay, Dre, what else do you have on the slate for us uh, as we – why don't you just tell the people what we have in UFC just in case they didn't see it last night?
0: Yeah, so um, what I really like. There are two big favorites in the main card, two exciting favorites in a uh, Calvin Cater, who's of course in the main event, and Judo Thunder, um, who's just one of these really exciting Abdul Razik Al Hassan. Both in the minus three hundreds, but if you take them to win by sub- by KO, TKO, or DQ, you're getting pretty nice odds there. So those are the two favorites we like. Then as far as underdogs, very, very intrigued by Ryan Benoit going against Tim Elliott. This is one where Tim Elliott might have the more well-rounded game. Benoit is going to be that on-his-feet guy who's really going to push the tempo and I think can find the finish here. And then Jimmy Rivera against Cody Stamen. This is going to be a really fun fight. Uh, Basically, you know, minus 120 for Rivera, plus 100 for Stamen. We're leaning towards Stamen, though. We like that value. And I think uh, the athleticism, power, and uh, toughness will will shine through. In the end.
1: All right, man. That uh, I'm excited about our picks. I feel really good about our UFC picks tonight. Uh, and, and I hope you guys come down here and watch with us because uh, it gets pretty rowdy in here when a UFC fight gets going on. Andre starts yelling things in Italian, and you never know what's going to happen after that uh okay anything else you have for us uh, heading into tomorrow you've probably got a bunch of uh syria games of teams i've never heard of
0: yeah syria uh man the ties killed me today and we only have two games and no actually i'm staying away from both of those um there's just not not good value but the prem we've got a pretty nice slate you know everton plus 107 hosting aston Villa. you know i Coaches I trust. Carlo Ancelotti is one of them. So Everton I do like. Sheffield United. I wouldn't make this an official pick, but Leicester has fallen apart. Sheffield United has done nothing but play ugly soccer, lose us money, and also make me some money like that that Wolves tie um, from, from last week. I would not be against taking Sheffield United plus 310 here. Uh, man, you finally stopped winning. They had that weird tie. Um, Last week, I think they get back to it, but minus 315, that's just for parlays. Plus 120 Southampton at Brighton, Hove, Albion, like that too. So uh, Southampton and Everton, and then you can have some fun with Sprinkly, Sheffield United, maybe throw a menu into a, a teaser. La Liga has a loaded slate. You're not going to get Barca or Real at any good value unless you're putting them in a parlay. But do remember, if Real Madrid wins tomorrow, they have won La Liga. Mm. It's huge for both teams, and they're playing at the same time, so neither kind of knows what's going on.
1: Um, and you took, I think, didn't you end up taking uh, Barca to come back and win that at some point? I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in a in a massive futures only parlay I had that would pay thirty seven grand. So <laughs> go Barca. <laughs> um, also, actually, Sevilla's a plus two hundred tomorrow. You can get them against Real Sociedad. I think that's pretty nice value. Um so we got to see how invested they are some morning MLS Atlanta United plays FC Cincinnati talk about teams you've never heard of before FC Cincinnati you can get Atlanta United minus 195 that seems like a lock to me as far as locks go in the end. Is a
1: is it FC Cincinnati one of those like USL teams or something uh, they
0: might as well they might as well be, yeah and by the way, the Philadelphia uh, Union, the, the one team you have said anything about MLS-wise, have already won two games and already gone forward to uh, to the qualification round. So there you go. Pat yourself on the back. Going with teams that don't have insane names sometimes is the right way to go. Also, go to they're, Philadelphia Union.
1: also, they're black and gold, which you know I ride with black and gold teams whenever possible.
0: Their goalie, Andre Blake, one of the great Andres in our world, too. So yeah. I, I ride with them for that also.
1: Two first names, though, just to keep in mind. Um, I'm kind of Simone
0: in Italy is a first name. It's Simon. My name's Andre Simon. In Italy is
1: is, is that a male name or a, It's it's a it's female a name. It's a male name. Oh, because yeah, yeah. I feel like in um, the U.S., someone named Simone would right, be right. a girl. Simone,
0: yeah, would yeah. be a girl. Yeah. 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 So any roster lists, everyone always thought my name was Simone and my last name was Andre. Well, I've kind of got that with Andre Blake,
1: too. All right. Well, I won't make any comments about two first names then. Um, um, I'm staying away from soccer. I need a, a break from soccer. Yeah. Um, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. I was so hurt today. Yeah. It's like, you know, when your team loses in the playoffs and you don't want to watch the rest of the playoffs until the Super Bowl yes. or whatever event it is, um, that's how I feel. So I need a little break. Also, the MLS is, you know, whatever. Um yeah. So, I'm sticking with UFC tonight. Mm-hmm. A lot of go- I, we're just we're going to be all over the golf this yeah, weekend. Yeah. All over the golf.
0: And we uh, need some UFC tonight.
1: And we definitely need some US- UFC tonight after uh we went, I went 1 and 4 <laughs> last week and uh, I think you went 0 oh and 5. Yeah. So, it, it, exactly. worms, the worm must turn at some point, as Bud Black would say. Uh, And that's going to be tonight. Hopefully we'll see you guys down here at the DNVR bar. We'd love to hang out, watch UFC, drink some beers with you. So come on down if you're not doing anything, and uh, let's hang out. But for now, it's going to wrap it up for us on DNVR Bets Daily. Hope you guys have a great day.